day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the universe, positive affirmations. This is Valerie M. Maxfield on a daily blog. And it hasn't been daily because uh, for the last few weeks, a lot of things have happened and I've had to make different life choices. And so this um, podcast today, the title of this podcast today is Changes that we go through and how we deal with it, especially through COVID. Uh, For me, um, I seem to have, I've had my ups and my down days, my in the middle days and the roundabout days. It's been a year and a bit since we stepped, stopped stepping out of our home and, you know, change of jobs, trying to recreate ourselves. And, you know, sometimes I have to ask myself, and I'm sure many others have to do the same thing, which is, what do I do now? How do I stay focused? Some people have gone on the journey of, I watched a woman lose like 100 pounds, and it was so inspirational. Um, I started the same journey, and unfortunately, halfway through that journey, I lost all the pounds, and I've doubled back the pounds that I've, I've, I've you know, lost. And um, I'm now in a position where I don't know how to start again. I haven't got the energy to start again. I don't want to start again. I do want to start again. I'm eating food like it's going out of fashion. At one point, I thought I was pregnant. Um, And that was a fantasy pregnancy, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Um, Not that, you know, I must have injected myself with, um, got the, the turkey baster and pregnated myself in my head, in my sleep. Um... But yes, and then, you know, I'm watching people, uh, you know, just beautifully writing new books and and uh, singing new songs and just overall, even just baking and DIY. And it's, 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 I find it so cathartic. I love it. I really do. But then there's others who are watching all of this and are finding it difficult because at the end of the day, um, they want to make a difference in their lives and they don't know how. How do you deal with change? There's so many people out there being positive, but at the same time, there had to be the down days to get to the good days because when you're on that high it's such a great high but believe me when you hit the low the low is very hard and especially if you're putting things out there that's looking oh you know wonderful and it sounds all good when you do get the low is who do you turn to to rise you out of that pit or do you feel you can go to those people, you know, to anybody to take you out of the pit. Change has to come for a lot of us, including myself, because it's either you've lost a job and, you know, there's some of us who, like myself, I have not got any form of income from music or creativity. Me talking about a blog, it's I've not asked for nothing. I've created a website, I've not put donations. I interview people, I don't 
all of this I've just done on my own back and it eats into my last reserve or my, you know, I don't have universal credit or anything like that. So everything is from my own banking reserve that over the years I've accumulated. But at some point that's going to run out and like everybody else, you know, we have to start looking to where where the money's going to come from and where your job's going to come from. You know, some of us tempt to bring in that extra bit of money. Um, and, you know, I'm speaking to various copious, uh, various people who have told me that they have for job satisfaction. They know they have no money. They know they've got nothing coming in. But they gave up the job due to the fact of the mental and the verbal abuse working in that job. And for them, it was their mental health that was the most satisfying. Fine not being able to be anxious all the time. And so they chose that over living, knowing that they have a mortgage to pay. They're knowing that they've got, you know, a copious amount of bills. But they took that chance in the hope that they're going to stay, it's, you know, it, they're going to have faith that things will turn around. But then you've got those who can't just get up and leave their job. They've got to stay within that infrastructure and because their skill set may not be as high as uh, what these employers are asking for. And then you've got those who are older, you know, hitting the 48, 49, 50 barrier, even older. And you ask yourself, all these years that I've been working and here I am, I've always had a good job or I've had a menial job, but I'm getting older. And for you to change a job, the young, you know, ageism does go against you. Doesn't matter what qualifications you have. Doesn't matter that you've been in a job and you've held the highest of highest posts. Now that you're in that position because that job has now faltered, you're having to reapply again. You're having to go for a job that you can do with your eyes closed. It's like getting in the car, putting on your seatbelt and driving. But guess what? Companies have realised that, you know, they can do, have remote working from home, which is less money. They've got you working either someone younger and paying them that money. So where you are a 45 grand earner, there's somebody going into your job because they're and not the same skill set, but prepared to take the 30,000 pounds. People are looking at themselves and saying, man, I, you know, no matter what, I'm going to have to jo- drop to for, from 45 or 50 grand and take that 30 grand job because what else can I do? It's the same skills, all the work you've put in, all of that. And even I started to investigate and I looked at it and I thought, oh my God, companies. And do you know the funny thing is, and you know, we need to look at ourselves. The NHS has been paying ridiculous, stupid money to people, the admin staff, 
what they go through, making sure that patients are taken care of, getting their letters out. Um, I mean, some of them do make some monumental mistakes. Some of them have some really bad attitudes. Um, And this is all before COVID, you know, that just some of them are horrible. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to say it. But there are genuine, genuine hospital staff from the nurses and doctors and, and, you know, the admin that really makes your journey going to hospital pleasant. Because they care. Now, through COVID, it's even more difficult. And some of them are earning like £23,000. Listen, an engineer graduate gets 21 grand. There are people that work in the NHS for years and are still on £21,000. How is that possible? But guess what? They've lived on it. The one thing that they do get, you know, they've got the London waiting, they get good pension. I get that. But how have you survived on that money? And COVID teaches that. There's some, I read a post from some guy who, you know, has been lauding it, says, you know, I wouldn't say lauding it, bless him. You know, he's lost his job, you know, he's married, he's got a couple of kids. And he used his wonderful musical talent to create an online um, TV, online, you know, on Twitch TV uh, musical show, He's got youngsters, he's opened an academy it for youngsters. He's been working behind the scene, putting things back in the community. And he's been recognised for it. And that takes a lot of tenacity. That takes a lot of energy. That takes a lot of applying yourself. And people, and he's found his love back with God. His faith has allowed him to believe that all things are going to be possible and all things have been possible for him he's even gone on a weight regime where he's dropped pounds and just looks truly amazing absolutely amazing and when I read that today it prompted me to do today's podcast about change everyone has had to go through a change some wants to make that change and don't know how to make it. And when you do make that change, it's what are you making the changes for? I'm talking about losing weight or creating a new uh, job prospect, being a designer, um, you know, being a well-being, you know, you've got the new clubhouse and um, and trying to elevate people's minds. And there's so much of all of this going on. For me, I had to take a step back. I had to take a step back. I cancelled all my interview shows. I lay on the sofa for three to four days and I wallowed. Not in any self-pity. I just wallowed in just watching a bit of TV. Because even though I've been at home, the first half of being on COVID was 
just trying to stay mentally fit, healthy. And then obviously we went into the winters. And then I started this whole podcast and, and YouTube channel. And as I said, it wasn't easy doing my research as I spent a lot of time on the computer. And hence my regime stopped. And that's not anybody's fault. It's because I was so engrossed in making sure I had a website, making sure I had all this wonderful stuff. And then I thought, no one's interested. And you have to keep reinventing yourself to make people be interested in your show or be interested in what you're doing. Or, And, you know, five, six months on, for me, I haven't broken ground. I have nothing to show for it. But I had to say to myself, well done, Val, because guess what? You didn't just sit on your ass and do nothing. You gave it a go. You tried something. You did something different. You know, um, you, you just I just tried something different. And there are some people who are happy about it. Some people, you know, have said, oh, that's really good. And then you've got those who... Um, they need more. They need more excitement. They want to. They they want the Judy loves of this world. They need to stay have positivity. They need laughter and stuff. And I get a lot of laughter, and you know. But I, I think I just wanted to. And I didn't want to have current affairs. I just wanted to bring unsung heroes who doesn't get that TV limelight and just talk about. CBD or the benefits of MS and you know someone who's a sports person who we don't really get to hear what the wonderful things they do in the background or people who are suffering with cancer and you know just those sort of people but then that's my interest that's not yours so I can't expect people to be into what I do I'm quite boring to be fair you know And I had to ask myself, do I continue this? I gave myself a go, you know, doing a bit of the breakfast radio show. And um, for me, I found it really boring, (laughs) you know. I found it boring and and it, it, but what it did do is inspire me to do something completely different you know as an attachment to what I'm doing now but and but that we'll talk about on a different show on a different podcast let's go back to how do we make those changes and if those changes aren't coming quick enough how do you deal with it I can't speak for anybody else I have people and friends who have literally gone off the grid just gone off the grid and deep down inside I know why they've gone off the grid it gets to you it gets so much to you and you can have people around you but still be lonely you can have loads of people you can sit and talk on internet all day long but when you are on when those doors shut those social media's doors shut you're left with yourself. You're left with those thoughts. You're left with putting on your trainers or whatever you want to do and take a walk down the road. You're left with those thoughts. You're left with conversations of someone that's probably told you about your your backside, having arguments and 
all of a sudden your past comes back to haunt you it you find that your brain doesn't switch off and you see the worst thing is when your brain doesn't switch off your body's not healing your body's not switching off it is just one constant treadmill it's difficult and even though we're coming out of the covid what are we coming out to all of a sudden everybody's wants to have a party i'm having a party here i'm having a rave here we're going to have a blah blah there but how many of us have had the vaccine or not had the vaccine and still feel that they're going to feel comfortable in a gang of 100 and 200 people are you quick to jump on a plane and say yeah i'm going to go on holiday what what does change look like now we won't really know until the 12th of april which is monday when a copious amount of shops and a lot of things are going to be open and gyms etc which i for one just can't wait for that i'm more i think i'm more looking at going to a gym because i found working out at home became hard so i think i'm looking forward to where i can just get up walk into a gym on a daily basis until i can find a decent enough job to bring me some money in and just work out have a, some way to walk away from my home put some gym gear on and work out and stop ordering takeaways. Yeah, I guess not everybody could order it all the takeaways, but yeah, I my house is just full of takeaway and I've got all the fruits in the fridge and I know all the right things to do and I know what to tell everybody else. But yes, I've had my downs and I guess I had to cancel all my shows. Got bad news, my dad's got stage 3 cancer in the lungs, so that knocked me for 6. You know, I'm already got my mum suffering with cancer, so it's it's a lot. And then I worry about my friend who's lost her gran in one year, and then she lost her mum literally a year later, and there's a lot she's dealing with. So I'm worrying about my friend as well. And then I'm not worried about the friends I have lost because I've lost a copious amount of friends through COVID. I'm not talking through COVID. I'm just talking about I've just people that I just don't speak to anymore. and i haven't even said to them i don't speak to you because of i just don't it's no point me telling them and saying i don't serve no purpose in your life and you don't serve purpose in mine so my best bet is for me to just walk away from it all i don't owe anyone an explanation and no one owes me an explanation i just need to keep hold of my sanity and my say you know and my um safe mind <laughs> Who am I to put information out there? Who am I to put quotes? I'm nobody. And so I got caught up in putting out positive quotes every day and everybody needs a positive quote to the point that I got so quoted out and went out. Everybody's fighting for an outlet. I welcome us coming out of lockdown i'm looking forward to it 
I'm looking forward to... As a matter of fact, I don't think I'll be leaving my home that often because it seems like I've become an agoraphobic. I genuinely, I probably... If I leave my house once a week, I'm lucky. That's how I am. That's how I've become in lockdown. So for me, it's going to be very, very hard to integrate back into society. But then, you know, I have to spare a thought for my mum who's bedridden and she's been like that before COVID. I have to spare a thought for people who actually genuinely don't come out of the home before COVID. So again, who the hell am I? I'm no different to anybody else. We all have feelings. We all go through what we have to go through. But again, this is my podcast and it's all about me standing in my truth. people sending me loads of videos to watch and I don't because I don't send videos out to anybody to watch I don't tag people to listen to my podcast I don't tag people to listen to my shows or anything like that because I guess I was just doing it for me I was doing it to see if to prove I could do something I could actually work at something for myself and do it now, gaining an audience on top of that, that was a whole different ball game. I don't think I even considered that. And six months on, I am no further down the line. I am really good with ideas, but not, uh, you know, I could put all the ideas together. I could work for someone and give them the greatest incentive and everything else. But to get people to like me or get what I like or I get what I do, very hard indeed. What I do get is patron, you know, people patronising me because they think that they don't say that to me. It's like they're hurting my feelings. Or I have those who do blatantly would tell me, you know, I don't like you, Val. <laughs> and you're shit, Val. You know. Or I get those, I get those men who try to hit on me. I'm old enough to be their freaking daughter. Do you know what I mean? Or they're old enough to be my dad. As I should say, and I'm like, shit, is that what change looks like? Is this what my life is going to look like? You get to mid 40s, and especially if you're on your own, that's the stark reality, especially if you're not in a relationship, is what happens now? Is there anyone out there for me? What is it I'm looking for? This is not me asking that question. I'm saying this is what, what does change look like? Can we have a relationship with anybody when we come out of COVID? How do you feel having to hug someone or kiss someone that you don't know, that was never in your bubble and all of a sudden you're going to start dating? How does that happen? What does that look like? I know that's going to be difficult for me because I'm single, so, hey. And for the first time, I'm questioning my age. I'm questioning questioning how I look. I've never had to bother about all of that before. Never until COVID came along. Worry about my hair and, you know, never. I'm not a materialistic person either. But all of a sudden, I'm having to think about these things. And I'm worried about my weight. And, oh, my God, you know, people are now, you know, I'm sure, you know, it's like the whole menopause has come to visit the front door. 
That's right, yeah. Listen, you don't have to be 60 or God knows to have menopause. You can get menopause when you're in your 30s. But it's become such a taboo, taboo subject. Yeah, facing change. For the first time since Saturday, this is the first time I've picked up my, you know, my podcast to record the podcast because really and truly. (sighs) Yeah, today was my down day. Today was my down day. And I just didn't know how could I come out of it. And I picked up the phone and I picked up looking at the Instagram and straight away I felt depressed. I looked into Facebook, straight away I felt depressed. And all I wanted to do was change the, how do I change the people around me? How do I get rid of the people on my Facebook page? And, and all it, you know, and I thought, but I can't because, you know, this is the way that I, you know, I'm doing a business. I'm trying to do standing in my truth. And, and how do I get people to listen to what I'm doing and look at all the people I'm interviewing? And then I asked myself, Why do I care? If I could just disappear, not die, it'd be really good. Then I thought, maybe if I don't do all of this anymore, you know, no one will notice, no one will care. And I guess that's where I'm gearing up to. I will still do my podcasts, but it looks like I'm just going to shut. Standing in my truth down, I've had fun. It's been fun. It really has been fun. And I've learned a lot about myself, about people, and how the algorithms work and things like that. But that's not what's important in my life. My life has, what's become important is what's going to happen to me now when we come out of lockdown and the changes that we face. You know, the, the, the health issues that we go through How are we all going to deal with it? What is our mind frame going to be like? Because after a while, you can't just run to any old club. There's going to be loads of different um, things we now have to do and hoops we're going to have to jump through. But I know lots of you will cope because there's a lot of alcohol to get through, loads of drugs and cigarettes and clubs and stuff to get through. You know, I'm sure I'll, I'll... I won't be taking none of those, but I'm sure I'll mix and mingle, you know, around those avenues to make myself feel happy. But right now, sitting at home and eating myself into oblivion is what's making me feel happy. And I'm not going to make myself feel bad about that. And with that, that's my podcast, my daily podcast for the 8th of April 2021 hope you all had a great Easter but how do we deal with the change that is to come have a great day take care